Welcome back, guys, to the JJK Chronicles, a Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen podcast. I am your host, the Chad Lee. And we've got my guy in front of me. His name is... I'm Ronnie. And I'm already mad. He's disgruntled. I don't know why. Let's... Okay. Where oh, my, look at the lizard. Oh, my God. That... Okay. First of all, Lizard's still here. He's completely changed direction. I was actually a little bit startled because I thought I didn't like how you did it. You made it seem like he was crawling <laughs> on my leg. Second of all, I have so many things to break down with you. First of all, can you give... Second of all, first of all, can you give me your own version of how our opening song goes? We've done many episodes. We haven't changed it. All right. So then, you know, we come in during that song. Can you yeah. tell me how you started this episode? Okay. Welcome back, guys. That's to the hey, not how you did it. Is that not how I did it? You went, welcome back, guys. This is, uh, I am Chad. I am ex-salaryman Chad. No, just edit it, dude. What, can I restart it? No, because guess what? This is how you've actually been doing it for quite a few episodes now. And after I edited your last episode that you opened up, I said, I'm going to have to speak with you about it. You know, I'm going to have to treat you. Well, can I do one practice one right here? Yeah, let's work right it out here. right here okay. on air. Welcome back, guys, to the JJK Chronicles, a Jiu-Jitsu and Kaizen podcast. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Chaz, and I've got this ugly man in front of me. His name is... Ronnie! There we go. Um, but you yeah, like that fake bullshit yeah, I just did? Mm-hmm. It was very fake. You can just be like, uh, you like know, I've, kinda, I've kind of personally, YouTuber. some people have emailed in. I've mastered it, actually. You just kind of say, welcome back, guys. It's the, the podcast. God, you've not mastered anything. Nothing. Also, the only thing you've mastered also, is complaining about also, mac and cheese. Also... Don't talk about that. That was last episode. It breaks the illusion that we record these back-to-back. Guess what else I'm mad about, speaking of food, like mac and cheese? You came back down, uh, was waiting for you to be ready because you were eating something. You didn't offer me any. What was it? I was not eating anything. It was an almond. I grabbed an almond while I went and got So he said, let's back up a little bit, play it. He said, I was not eating anything. I was eating an almond. That's not, an almond's not really nothing. It is considered in anything. Maybe I would have liked some nuts. You can have these nuts any day you want them. I'm talking specifically about almonds slash almonds. That's what I was talking about. I've got a whole bag of them. All right. Well, I would like some after the podcast. Um, I do want to tell a story, but I'll tell it for later, I think. Okay. It was the story about... This feels like it's going to be mean. No, it was the. I had seen that somebody on our Discord had put up a time. They made their name a timeless something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it and happened I, a couple times. Yeah, and I wanted to tell the timeless story, but we can always save that one for later. Oh, okay, it's up yeah. to you. Yeah, well, let's start with this episode um, because this was a very complex episode. So glad I did not have to do the notes on it. It's not it. that complex, and we'll see where what kind of time we have because we do. I've got a whole list of stories that we have to tell at some point. But there's just not enough time in this. That's day. true. We need to save it for when people are actually paying us. Well, don't. So. That's not what huh? we said. Not what I said. Yeah, that's true. These stories deserve some dollar signs. I hate that you said that so much that we're going to have to tell the timeless story today. So let's go ahead and get going. <laughs> 
So we've got our boy, Mr. June Pie, and that's a, by the way, June Pie, really. Yeah, I don't call him that. They call him Yoshino ninety percent of the time. No, they I've don't. Seen, yes, they do. I've, I've seen them call Not him Junpi or Junpai it's one June time. Pie. Well, the only reason I said I was looking up some names to make sure I was said it right, and while it's as, it's, as I, much I know, as you, it looks like as much as you like pies, I'm surprised you haven't called him Junpai yet. But I'm gonna call him Junpai. Well, I'm gonna call him Yoshino because that one's much easier to not mess up. Okay, well we've Unless got our boy Yoshino. It could be man. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yoshi Yoshino. It could be Yoshi, no. Call him Yoshi or June. Bye. So we've they, got our, they call him June Pie one time. So we've got our boy June Pie talking with a couple of his nerdy friends about book stories uh, because it's a nerdy ass book club that he's in right now. Hey, you are huh? the dumbest of asses I have ever <laughs> come across. What? You think this was a book club? Is it not a book club? It is a movie club. Should be called a film club. You are so... It's not books that they're looking at. No! Hey, well, if they're calling it movies, it might as well be books. That's how dumb it is. Oh my god. Do you know how hard it is to be that bad within the first 30 seconds of your summary? So you're telling me it's not a book club, and you're being serious. The guy steps on a DVD later. I like, thought it was a book. Oh my god. Why do you have a Levi part in your hair right now? <laughs> because you made me so mad that I'm getting ready to jump across the table and do a 720 and slit your... Oh, well, here's the thing. We're going to have to at least acknowledge it as a book club for the remainder of my notes because I've got book club in here about four times. All right. But you know how long they talk about movies to open this episode up? I'll tell you how long. Too long. Yeah, and that's why I don't even mention it because I thought it was books. So we get three. We then get three jock douchebags walk in to, you know, to stir up his junk and throw all of his books, well, movies on the ground, apparently. And then he calls them cockroaches. What kind of insult is that? Um, I mean, as far as the insects go, cockroach is definitely up there with insult. Uh, insect insult. Don't look at the lizard. But I don't, also don't know what I was saying. Okay. If you had to insult someone with an insect, cockroach would be definitely top three. Or dragonfly. Dragonfly would not be a top three. Such a bad, just like, you limped in with that. Praying mantis. But yeah, these guys are, I, I was putting my notes here. Apparently I was wrong in the book club. Sorry, guys. These guys are nerds. They're ultra nerds. So I'm not saying that they deserve to be bullied, but. It's literally the nerds. fact that they showed the outside, they showed the sign outside of the door Two times at least. Oh, you can read Japanese? Movie club. You can read Japanese. It does the thing where it puts the English translation right next to the sign. Okay. They spent a minute panning around the room showing movie posters and just movies. Okay, well, as his movies or films start flying around everywhere, um,. One of the bullies steps on one, okay? So mm-hmm. he's got his foot on it. I thought it was a book. Apparently it's not. 
And Junpai says that he's going to take that damn movie, I was about to say book, Mm -hmm. back home with him. Yeah. And see, this is much more uh, traumatic because... It's a collector's edition. No, well, not just that. If it's a DVD, you know, there could be some possible breakage that ruins the experience because you can't play it. Whereas, uh, no matter how hard someone tries, you can't stop, stomp out words. Well, you can step on knowledge, and you can do that, and... It's, can't stop, can't stomp it out though. Can't stomp out my knowledge. Well, I could bash your head in, and I'm pretty sure I could get rid of some of that knowledge. I'm a pretty knowledgeable guy, so. He tells the young lad to move his foot uh, because that's one of his favorite collector's edition films. As he gets on the ground to pick up the film, the young lad then kicks him straight in the nose. Ooh. Mm. Owie. His buddies, being the little nerds that they are, they run off. They're not dealing with this. They know what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. So terrible friends. I would have done the same thing. Yes, you would have. And uh, then the young lad tells his other buddies, the jock douches, to close the door. So we know what's about to happen here. One of these jock douches, it was one that you didn't put this in your note, but he kicked the table earlier. Um, It looks like it hurt like because the table didn't move very far. It seemed like a pretty well-built structure. That guy looks like he's 35 years old and has been chain-smoking cigarettes for the past 15 years. Does not look like a high schooler. Okay. I didn't think that was necessary to say, but... Well, see, it's the little things like that, because I'm very detailed, that I want to talk about. Whereas, you're so detailed that you can't even get the right form of media. I prefer books over movies. Now, if we're talking films, then I'll put a f- nice film on instead of a book. But And guess what? You know what I like more than a book? A novel. Oh, that's a good one. So you keep reading, you got me on that you one. You keep reading your books. I'm going to read a novel. As they close the door, he then starts to beat the dog shit out of Mr. Junpai. And then we go straight into the OP. Where... We get to Where see a little. We panda. do see Mojito, yeah. He's uh, licking some blood off his fingertips. Thank you for mentioning that. We then go to the sewer, where our scary thoughts man's Junpai is talking to Mojito. This talk is very deep. Thank God we had Chad here to break it down. Yeah, I'm gonna break this down as best as I can. Pretty sure there was a few books involved while they were talking. Because I had a hard time concentrating, so I'm going to be honest. I'm glad to have you here. Okay, so. Junpai's talking to Mojito, and he says, I wonder if the first person to say the opposite of fondness is indifference went to hell like they should have. Um, So anytime anybody says went to hell like they should have, you should be a little wary of them, I think. He says it's not possible interacting maliciously with others uh, could be more... not possible hold on let me see this okay here we go it's not possible that interacting maliciously with others could be more proper than leaving them alone listen closely this shit is some serious stuff ronnie okay so listen listen i'm trying so hard i have got a good rap on this i totally did not pause for a good minute Mm -hmm. yep i did not edit two minutes of silence out as you rereading your notes the opposite of fondness is hate. Whoa. Japanese people love that shit. Mm-hmm. This is according to our boy Yoshina. Yeah, talking a little bit about the culture. Yeah. 
He says Japanese people like to gloat over complicating a simple answer. Okay, this is this is some real shit here, not just Japanese cuz I have no idea what Japanese people say. I feel like anyone in life loves to gloat about complicating a simple answer. Do you agree with me on that? Give me an example. Let me think of one real yep, quick. You think of one because you're just so wise. I know you can think of one. I, I mean, I can complicate one real. Oh, yeah. do Hey, however you want to do it, you do it. I feel like I complicate every answer I give. Really? So are you so it's like, uh, okay, let's let's role play a little bit here. Um, um, what's a question that I want to ask? How many hours of sleep did you get last night? Last night... I hit approximately three and a half hours of REM cycle and then got four hours of regular sleep respiration. Wow, that was complicated. And I could have just said I had seven hours of sleep. Well, I believe you would have had uh, seven and and a half hours because that's how math works, but alas. Seven hours of sleep, 30 minutes of non-sleep. Ask me a question. Let me try. Okay, um... How long? How many mm-hmm. honey buns did you eat this weekend? Uh, five. Did I do it right? Did I do it right? Yeah. Yeah. Was that just what? for breakfast or what? You didn't go specific. Well, that's, that's you said not this. Part you said it. this weekend. Yeah. It's Saturday at two p.m. So there's still a long way to go in the weekend. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Starting off good though. So by. Friday counts as the weekend too, right? Friday night, or is it just Saturday morning that counts? I believe the weekend Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I know what you mean. You know, you kind of feel that weekend vibe on Friday evening. Okay. But by the letter of the law, I'll say five. You're including, including Friday? Okay. Eight. How many have you digested? <laughs> uh, check back with me on Tuesday. This lizard is still here. I know. That guy's awesome. The original phrase was... Do you op- even remember the name? 100% you don't remember the name. Captain Dick. I never forget the names I give to people. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I insulted you. God. He's a nice guy. What's up, Captain Dick? The original phrase was opposite of love is indifference. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are you getting this? No. The opposite <laughs> of love is indifference. What was the opposite of fondness? Hate. Okay. Yeah, hate. All right. So the original phrase, though, before these Japanese people, according to Yoshino, before they changed it, was opposite of love is indifference. Mm -hmm. So say I love you, Ronnie. I don't, but say I do. Right. The opposite of me loving you is me being like, ah, I'm indifferent to you. Right, which is, once again, once again, so elegant that they don't want to say hate, so they say indifference. Various definitions of love make indifference work as an antonym. Okay, you getting this? No. So complicated. There's a lot of definitions of love. Like I can say I intimately love you, like I want to pork you and make sweet, sweet kisses around your neck and stuff like that. Save it for Frank. Or I just love you as in I don't want you to die because I care about you. Okay, you are doing a great job of breaking this down. Thank you. Okay. We don't use love very much. Uh, But... um, now I do have a problem with what they're going for here because if indifference is the opposite of love, I would say hate is really like they were trying to be elegant and not use hate. Do you agree with that? Yeah. 
hate is clearly the opposite of love because if you no one ever like murdered someone because of an indifference they murdered someone because they hated that person i don't know i would think world war Two and nazis would <laughs> well think a little different on that one that <laughs> that whole thing gets a little bit more convoluted than the point I was trying to make, but but uh, your point's well taken. Let's let's just say this talk is so deep that I don't think any of us understand any of it besides Mojito. Yeah, this talk was so deep, and then to make it a little less convoluted, you threw in oh I don't know World War Two. <laughs> Oh my god, the lizard move it it's like it's fine, dude. Just chill out. You're all you always been not one with nature and it's disgusting. Can I give him a little water even though he's on top of your Xbox? He looks thirsty. That's an expensive Xbox One S from eight years ago. His name is Captain Dick. He's Captain. He used to be on the high seas, not on Xboxes. We don't use love very much. That's why it got changed to fondness in this country. No, it didn't. Hey, Mojito, love you, bro. It did not get changed to fondness. Oh, okay. You've been in Japan recently? <laughs> no, but you know what I'm very confident of? They're not saying fondness a lot. Yeah, you're right. They're saying the Japanese version of that word. Which is what? Mojito. I don't know. If you're a Japan, If you're a Japan listener, which I don't think... There are any of. Eh. Has anyone said they're from Japan that we listen to? No, because no, we wouldn't understand them if they did. Probably speaking Japanese. Whatever, dude. It's pretty shallow thinking that no one in Japan knows how to speak English and might look up a podcast. That version spread without any thought as to whether the opposing definitions. We are pretty popular at this point. I feel like I've just been saying word scramble eggs. We have surpassed 200 followers on multiple different platforms, so things are looking really good right now. Yeah, this entire first five, I was very confused. And then I said again in my notes, this sounds like the beginning stages of a mass murderer. Okay? I think Junpai? Oh, you're talking about... Uh, I'm talking about Junpai. Okay. Mojito's Mahito, already one. That's what I said. I think, I think Mojito... Already there. He's Mojito's grooming him to be one as well. Mojito says humans can't live without making excuses or a little wordplay. God, that is just so true. Humans just live to make excuses. Yeah, no arguing there. You're always coming up with excuses. He then takes Junpai around a corner to the to where we see Ronnie after Christmas at Golden Corral. <laughs> you know. This was set up on a golden platter for you, and I'm glad you took it. Yeah, this is me. This is so me. <laughs> this is so me. I mean, sorry, a cursed human that has been experimenting, that Mojito's been experimenting on to see how big he can make it. You know what my notes actually say? Just in case you didn't take the opportunity, I said, yeah, so, uh, I said, I had a hard time concentrating here, I have to be honest. That is until we turn the corner and see where they honored me by putting me in the show. (laughs) Uh, And guys, 
Ronnie doesn't eat Golden Corral at Christmas. I mean, every other day maybe, but I not on Christmas. I can't afford Golden Corral. Give me a break. If I could, if I could, inv- listen, I'll tell you this. If I could, inv- uh, good Lord, I can't say that word. If I could afford Golden Corral, that would be the end of Golden Corral. <laughs> you put him out of business. Then he points to the one in Junpai's hand and says that the experiment that he used on that one was to see how small he can make it. Just a tiny little baby. Just so small that Junpai can just hold it like it's a little pencil. Like all you see is like three little holes that might be like eyes and eyes and mouth. mouth. And it just looks very creepy. I mean, all of this stuff is just You repulsive. know what it looks like? Here's here's a reference. When SpongeBob and Patrick are selling chocolate bars, and then they yes. get to the old lady's house, and it turns out the old lady's mom is still like a withering shell of a human in a wheelchair. It looks like that woman. Where looks it, just like mm-hmm, her. SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon. Coming soon. And uh, we've also talked about this episode before because my favorite thing is they take the ladies out for a nice dinner at a restaurant that, in case you don't remember, is just called Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> And it's the uh, the ship in the bottle. Yep. SpongeBob Chronicles coming, coming soon. soon. Mojito asks if he's used to corpses and says if it was his mom that he would probably lose control and hate him, but... Well, you can't skip past the line, are you used to corpses? What do you mean? <laughs> what, a, what a line. What show are we on? Oh, are you used to... Just in the middle of a sewer... Because oh, well, he's handling corpses? it so well. That's true. Junpai is literally han- handling this corpse in his hand like it is just like a interesting little lizard or something. Yeah, you're right. Except, oh, this lizard, okay. Keep going. He said, yeah, if this was my mom, I'd probably lose control and hate you, but humans can be repulsive. Like I was saying, this guy is not heading down a good path. It doesn't no. seem like. Nope. And can we talk about Yoshino's hair? Yes. We've mentioned it, but how do people do this? Just having one eye constantly covered up, and you know that hair has to tickle the nose a little bit when it like mm-hmm. leans over a little bit. It's got to tickle the nose. Well, I mean, there's some good-looking people that have covered up their eye constantly. Hanji, one of them. Okay, so now we're just talking about something completely different. Well, she you said had covering a, up. She had an eye patch. That, didn't well, that's have. What she did. Didn't have a whole lot of an option. That eye was gone. My whole thing is like that sight is there. Oh, you're right. I guess yeah. Like light is right there's some form of light shining through that hair. It's like something's always obstructed. Where if you get the lights knocked out of one of your eyes, that's just not you. You don't even think about it. I don't think at that point. So fair, fair point. You know, I know you just wanted to talk about Hanji, but really fucking stupid point. Keep going. He doesn't think much of it, but when someone he doesn't know dies, he doesn't think much of it. <clears throat> I had to add that at the end because I messed up my words. But yeah, basically, Same. basically what he's th- saying is he doesn't care when someone he doesn't know dies. Yeah, yeah. I find myself often, if I'm not thinking about someone who I didn't know dying, I'm not thinking about it. Well... There's a lot of people I didn't know, celebrities that I find on Twitter that they died, and I do cry. Like, I've, I've got a great heart. I often get very oh sad when God. I see people pass. One example, go. Kobe Bryant. Didn't know him. Knew of him. Didn't know him. 
You didn't know him personally. You knew him. Um. All right, that kid. If you if you if you watch more than forty hours of a person, in a way, you know him. I've not seen more than forty hours. That's oh, a lot really? Of, that's a lot oh, of hours. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now you're just lying. That's a lot of hours. You're just lying. Well, here you go, Ronnie. This one's for you. Indifference is the virtue people ought to strive for. What does that mean? Stop conforming to society and trying to be the same as everyone else. No, that's a big habit of yours. Nope. If there's anything I've said on this podcast, it's that I beat or I march to the beat of my own drum. (laughs) You beat to the march of your own drum. I beat myself off to the the beat of an own drum. Mojito asks if he believes that humans have hearts. Do you think so? Physically or metaphorically? <laughs> I am, uh, Alec, I'm going to say yes. Well, he's talking, he's speaking metaphorically. Because you know what? They don't, Ronnie. They don't. <laughs> Tricked ya. The answer was no. <laughs> they have souls, but souls aren't hearts. Okay? Are you understanding this? Yeah. I've done a deep analysis on this stuff 30 minutes before you got here. Are you, you understanding? Painted it? soul. You've done really well. I can't even lie. I'm the only person who completely understands the composition of human souls. And also, Mojito, he kind of understands the composition of human souls as well. He changes the shape of other creatures by making contact with them. It's far too mechanical to call them hearts. He can see souls and... They are no more special than physical bodies. Mahito is scary, man. He's a very scary uh, individual. There's no value or importance to life. Life just continues. It's a cycle, and both of our lives are meaningless with no value. All right, thanks. Well, he's uh. Thanks for showing me around your sewer. I'll see you later. The sad part is that Junpai is eating this shit up. He is all in on it listening to it this is the first person well he's not a person but this is the first individual that has really giving him attention human curse so yeah person that's really giving him attention and don't roll your eyes at me i've rolled the shit out of my eyes at you don't do it fix your hair stupid oh look at how the tables have turned now something over here is bothering you over there usually it's you're bothered. Stop looking at the lizard. Oh, something's bothering you now. <laughs> this is a whole chess game we got going on. He then tells Junpai, that's why we can do anything that we want. You have had seven different hairstyles in the last ten minutes, and I am not here for it. Uh, you I'm know, not here you, for it. When you got a head full of this luscious hair, you can do whatever you want. Look, I'll go the other way. How's this going to make you feel if I just start going the other way now? You actually look less dumb doing that than you did before. I'll, what if what if I just go the other way like this? I actually like that. Don't I look why. more sophisticated? You you look better. Isn't you should f- probably try it. Isn't it funny how you just part your hair a different way? It's like a completely different person. <laughs> <laughs> Tricked ya. <laughs> you look stupid. Uh... Don't let people... Get trapped in an. Don't let people get you trapped in an ideal of indifference. Are they still? He's talking? still talking, but Mahito. 
Okay, if I've seen a couple of Mahito stands in our Mahito, Discord, I love you, but come he's on. a he's a cool character, but I'm a little worried about some of the people that listen to this podcast. Catch your breath a little bit, bro. Good lord. Yeah, if uh, if they're if this is their ideal individual, uh, yikes! Who Don't. the hell can just listen to one another talk for an hour? I mean, he just made me want to kill people just listening to him. Whoa. He's grooming Junpai to just slice some people up. He says, just as you eat when you get hungry, you can kill someone if you hate them. What did I say? I mean, this guy is... So, oh, so he didn't say indifferent. Now we're talking about hate again. He's back on the hate train. Ronnie's always right. I'll sanction you fully as he then crushes the small humanoid in his hand. Humanoid. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just a funny word. As he crushes the small humanoid in his hand. We then go to Jupai. <laughs> we go to Jukepai? <laughs> Who the fuck is Jukepai? <laughs> we then go to my boy Yoshino Jupai, walking and grabbing his hand and smiling down the street as if he had a flow of something go inside him. Oh. God. Whoa, that that came out wrong. Good lord. As he got a flow of energy from Mahito. Poisonous knowledge. A flow of energy from Mahito mm. displaced in his whole yep. in his body. Yep. He got cursed energy basically put into him. Mm-hmm. Just right into him. And we have Itadori and the dumbass assistant to the manager Boo. trailing behind him. This guy sucks. I hate him. God, he sucks so bad. Like this show, I like this show, but whenever this guy comes on, I just want to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Assistant to the manager points out the obvious that it looks like this kid hasn't been to school. Well, no shit, dude. He's walking down the street at 1 p.m. God, your hair sucks. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can tell. You know what I can tell right now from what? you? What do you can tell? You haven't take. You didn't even watch this episode. What? You're just changing your hairstyle every. <laughs> two minutes because you haven't even seen this episode you don't know what i'm saying because if here's the thing about me i can change my hairstyle and become a different person are you ready to will you change it and become a person that participates in the podcast like right like right now june pie right now ron my name's ron ron pie like this this is a classic ronnie no let me see a ron pie do it like this a ronald oh you want a a ron Ron pie i'll show you a ron pie this oh, is, that's a Ron Pie right there. This is Ron Pie. You look just like him. Thank you. It's dope. Look, like you're about to fucking shred a Paramore song. <laughs> he asks if the others are doing well to the assistant and the manager, like this guy's going to even know. And then it goes over to Nabarro. <laughs> Nobara. How do you say her name? Hey, is she serving? How do you say her name? Is she serving pizza by the slice in a in a food court? <laughs> is it Nabaru, Nabare, Nabara? Nobara. Nobara. Here, look. I even knew this. Watch. This. Oh wait, I can't do that, or else I might mess up the recording. Uh, it's Nobara. I don't like her name. Nobara. Nobara. Well, I'll tell you one thing. She's not a Sabaro, so don't call her Nobaro. But we do see Panda. As we go to Panda flinging her around and throwing her in a slicing circular motion. 
Yeah, so what what did Itadori say that led to this? He said... Uh, How are the others doing? Right. I'll tell you one thing about the others. They're not in school either, Itadori. Well, she's Panda, learning from Panda. Panda has been playing around doing track and field exercises with other humans since we've seen him. Except for that time he had to go save the first years from that vending machine confrontation of last or two episodes ago. Fucking love Panda. How are you smelling over there? Once Not again, good. saw pit smell. You want to talk about my hygiene, about you know my hair? Uh, why don't you put a little deodorant on that that pit of yours? Oh, well, I will after the pod. This this is the worst it one is we've ever done. Four oh three p.m. It is definitely the worst one we ever done. And for some reason, you were yawning fifteen times last episode, and you haven't put deodorant on. Four p.m. Is this? Hey, can you participate? I. I have been participating, I would argue, too much. I feel like I'm a little chatterbox over here. This lizard's got me nervous. Captain Dick over here. Captain Dick, not Captain. Well, I respect him. I'm not shortening it up. I'm giving him the title he deserves, which is Captain Dick. Well, then we have Dumbass to the assistant of the manager of the assistant. He explains that they will send the small curse at him. At him. Okay. Talking about June Pie. And he goes, one, we've got a couple situations. One, if he's a normal person who can't perceive curses, just save him. Just take out the curse. Two, if he can perceive it but doesn't want to deal with it, do the same thing. Just take it out. And three, if he exercises with it, and immediate, then immediately restrain him by force. If he exercises with it, are going to start jump roping together? Immediately restrain him by force, and we can explain later if it's a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And then four. It's at this point I decided there have been too many options. Keep going. Four. If Junpai possesses potential equal to or greater than a grade two sorcerer, we retreat and we find Nanami. Number five. Number five. Put a gun we, to the head of assistant to the manager and pull the trigger. Because that whoa. guy... See, am, I, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay, so don't even... Yeah. Is it a little intense? Sure. Okay, he's checking his phone now. I feel like we've got a chat on the other end of this table right now. Well, it's, because, you guys are... it's because our friend Brock is asking you a question. Oh, Brock is? Yeah, Brock's hitting you up. Uh, yeah, your phone is on charge behind you. Don't act like you're... Searching for the the National Declaration, Tre- of, <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. How did we Nash- think of the we National both, Treasure? We both, both thought of the Nicolas Cage classic National Treasure. Wow. Uh, what a film. Yeah, that is 100% a film. That is a film if I've ever seen one. It, did he ask me on this chat of snap? He asked you on the chat of snaps. Don't like that we called it that. It's called Snapchat. Yeah, guys, so it's just uh, our friend Brock, he's from California, he used to live out here, he moved away, you know, did what most people our age have kind of been doing, which is, you know, found a girl, um, well, we don't have to say that he had sex, you know that, because I'm getting ready to tell you that he had a kid. Yep, and, congrats on the sex. But he's he's back for a visit. And Voice gonna, cracked, I'll never have sex. We're probably going to hang out with him soon, although, don't tell, I'm going to look at your response, because we're in a group chat here. <laughs> yes why okay all right don't know why you had to ask him why but and uh, we're not this is this is very low key i'm gonna give him a little sneak peek of what 
possible to come. Okay. Possibly Brock being our first guest ever on mm-hmm. the pod. Um, this is going to be maybe a month down the line. Yeah, it's not coming up too soon, but Brock is just a, he's one of the happiest go lucky guys we've ever met. He brings a different uh, energy to the podcast, and we all like to giggle together. Yeah. What? <laughs> timeless. It's timeless. Oh, Brock is so timeless. Should we say the timeless story? Let's say the timeless story right now. Let's do it. Because you went, you earn it. You earned it because that last part was so complex. Tell it. Do I start from square one, or do we just? You can do like a little bit of backstory about you and this girl. Okay, a little bit of backstory. This girl probably way out of my league, uh, looks wise. Very attractive. I can had conf- can confirm out of chat's league. Hey, not that far. I said maybe. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely out of your league. Holy shit. And uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. I had been talking to her a little bit. Mm-hmm. She moved to Colorado. She wanted me to come out, right. which very surprising. Didn't know if that was real or not. Yeah. Um, she would call me. We would talk a lot. Very God. surprising. Didn't uh-huh. know if that was real or not. Right. What do you mean real or not? I didn't think that someone God. that attractive would actually I find just, me attractive. I don't like, okay, you know, I was kind of mean about saying that she was out of your league, but I don't like how you're my buddy. I don't like how insecure you are. You are a treasure, all right? And I oh, want you to, I want you, I want you to treat yourself like the treasure you are. Okay. Respect yourself. She was lucky to be talking to you. So this chick was so lucky to be talking to me. Uh, okay. Uh, I didn't go out there. She wanted me to come out there. I didn't go out there because she had a few other issues. Because of elevation. Elevation wise, a few other issues that she had I didn't want to deal with. (laughs) All right. Okay. And months go by. I kind of just stopped talking to her. Months go by. She was like your... um... She was like, everyone has this person. She was the girl that you would like talk to for a month. Then you would not say anything about her to me forever. And then you'd be like, oh, I'm going to send this to this girl. And I'd be like, oh, dude, are we doing this again? It was like you always held a candle for her, but it just was never happening. It was never happening. And there was a weekend where I was about to go fly there. Mm -hmm. It was about to be set up and everything. And then I just bailed out. Don't know Ooh. why I did. It's kind of it's kind of a good thing though. I right. think for the rest of the story that I'm about to tell. Yeah. And um, plus, I didn't want to leave Ronnie's side for a weekend. Ah. So, a few months pass. How many months would you say? Six months. It was a pretty right, good longer than that, actually. Yeah. Because after I think after this whole Colorado thing, you guys kind of the connection soured a bit. And I didn't hear about her for a long time. And then you started kind of talking about her again. She came back to Georgia. I did not meet up with her because it had been so long since we talked. And then one day at work, um, I hit her up. And what was it she said? For some reason, I feel like you know this story better than myself. And I was a part of this story. No surprising. I always say you have terrible (laughs) middle-term memory. Your whole thing is that you would always be like, oh, I'm texting. I'm like, dude, don't text her. You know where this goes. You texted her, and all I remember is <laughs> you look up with the biggest, weirdest-looking face on. You said, 
and you showed it to me, and she was like, ha, 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 yeah, uh, I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, the first thing she said. And I was, we were like, oh, wow, that's crazy. But there were no pictures about it on Instagram. We had no proof. Well, she sent me a sonogram, but it could have been a fake one. (laughs) And we eventually started the belief that, she made this up. She made this up. So I would not talk to her anymore. I thought that this broad had made this up, so I would stop talking to her. So then the night that we recorded the season four preview of Attack on Titan, you uh, you got a little hammered. I did. I had a little too much to drink, and it's not... My Snapchat needs to be deleted off my phone when I drink a little yeah, too much. Yeah, because for some reason your move is to always send stuff, send stuff to everyone in your Snapchat contacts. Yeah, and and so basically what happened was you started sending stuff to, and I was saying, hey, don't do Are that. You saying her name? I well, I just did. I can edit. You start sending stuff to this girl. And I'm saying, dude, don't do that. And you go, no, no, no. I don't even care anymore. She's having a kid. And you were saying stuff about how... I mean, women always just go whoring off. But keep going. (laughs) You were sending, like, rocket ships. You're like, no, dude, it's fine. I put a rocket ship emoji. And then the birth of Timeless is this is a message that you sent to her. You said, thanks. I (laughs) I wish that I had made a move sooner. You are so timeless. <laughs> I, I sound literally. <laughs> All right, let me try it. It says, Thanks. I wish that I had made a move sooner. You are so timeless. I sound literally make life <laughs> to, to a spawn of a homie sap anime. <laughs> You were trying to say Homo Sapien, but it came out as Homie Sap Anime. So I was saying I was going to make a spawn with her? Yeah. (laughs) As she was pregnant with someone else's child. Well, I thought she was faking it at the time. We thought that she was faking it. Turns out, just a couple of months ago, we confirmed that she did indeed have a spawn of the devil. Well, well, don't say that. It's just a little kid. Well, I mean, thought she was faking it. But moral Be- of the story is when you like a girl, she always whores off, gets pregnant by someone else. I mean, or just go to Colorado when she tells you to come. to. That's another good point. All right. Before we Brock send me something, let's make sure he's on his way. So Yuji thinks that he can handle a grade two, and our dumbass assistant, the manager, says, typically cursed spirits are assigned to a sorcerer of equal grade. That means grade two sorcerer would be expected to beat grade two cursed spirits. So a grade two sorcerer has the strength of a grade one curse. And this just makes me mad, because now we're introduced to curses that are weaker than level fours, so they're just not defined at all. We don't have a name for them. Anytime you want to talk about these guys, you have to say, well, they're not a level four. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we've got things that just are, everything's called a special grade curse, even though there's multiple levels of that. So he says, I don't know why Gojo didn't show you that. Or why Yuji says, I don't know why Gojo didn't tell me that. And I agree with the dumbass manager. It's because you go to the worst school in all of the yeah. land. That's and why. He's, that's what he says. And he says, Gojo's kind of irresponsible. And that's the one time I agreed with him. 
Then Yuji's like, I guess I'm just going to do all the work. Well, yeah, you are, because the manager guy that's with you sucks. We then cut to the sewer, where we have the badass Nanami with blood on his blade telling Mahito to come out. He says, they may be disfigured, but murdering people makes me sick. And we see that he's been murdering a bunch of those disfigured corpses. Right. Mahito says, what a relief. I'd be in trouble if you were Gojo, but it's not much of an experiment if you're too weak. By the way, they do the halfway card thing where it just says Jujutsu Kaisen. When we come out of that, why did we get this so anime moment of Gojo well, do you, do you want, frolicking through the flowers? Do you want me to say that after I do this part right here? That Because that happens afterwards? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine if you do that. <laughs> I'm fine if you do it that way, yeah. Nanami says he hates overtime, so let's do this quickly. Then we get to the calling card, <laughs> where it says Jujutsu Kaisen. How embarrassing. Good calling But card. yes, you were totally right. What the hell is Gojo? He's frolicking through flowers, saying he'll murder you all. What? What is going on? I don't know. I don't know. The fight begins, and it's just... Super badass. Like I feel like every fight in this show is just badass. Like it, the animation. It's a strong fight down in the cell of a good sewer fight. Using his curse technique, Nanami is able to cut Mahito's arm almost com- uh, completely off. And Mahito thinks that he used cursed energy to block it. He's like, I thought I used cursed energy to block that. I guess I didn't. This stuff always makes me a little bit queasy when someone's arm is just dangling and mm-hmm. they're just moving. Oh, Mahito asks if it's that kind of technique, and Nanami, giving another badass comment, says, as always, that he hates abstract questions that leave interpretation up to others. We haven't really talked about Nanami's weapon a whole lot. He's like such a seventh grade girl when they would go to the nearest arts and crafts store to buy stylized duct tape to cover their binders in. Do you remember that? Yes, he is. That's literally what his weapon is. He went to the closest Michael's Arts and Crafts, got the black, like the zebra print duct tape, and just just put it around his blade. Around. And then he just uses the dull end. Yeah. Like, come on. Mahito is happy that this guy doesn't hate chatting because Mahito will talk your fucking ears off. <laughs> this yeah. guy doesn't stop talking. Especially if you're just into his creepy shit. He'll just yeah. go and go and go. Nanami is surprised that this cursed spirit can converse so well. And just like the two Gojo ran into, he's sure that they have to be related. So Mahito asks him what he thinks came first, the soul or the body? And then he's like, answer quickly. It's like the chicken or the egg question. And break down the chicken and the egg question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. And why is that such a confusing point? Such a confusing point because what came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg, the egg, the chicken is born from the egg, but right. how did the egg get there if there was no chicken? Because to the born eggs in? come out of the chicken's butts. Yes, right out of their bee holes. Yep, it comes spewing out of there. And how how does an egg appear if there is no bee hole chicken hey, to give it? What a world we live in! It's amazing. Miracles. Yep. So Mahito says the soul always exists before the body, and the shape of the body is pulled around the soul. He also says he's not healing his arm, so he starts to heal his arm while he says he's not healing it. 
He's just strongly maintaining the shape of his own soul. So disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. And it says his technique is to make contact with the soul and alter the shape. And he should do that to yours, Ronnie. Maybe you'll express more love and intimacy and you'll stop ranting so often. Well, it's just a lot of things bug me and I feel like people should know. Well, what? maybe you shouldn't sound like just such a stubborn, cranky old man all the time and well, maybe people you would like you more. Maybe you shouldn't talk about how you hate being fake and then have an entire segment that's just you being fake. That is not, no. That well, is not me dude, being fake. That's all Chad's love enchantment of the day is. That's all it is. Chad's love enchantment of the day is spreading love and awareness and positivity in this beautiful world that we live in. Beautiful, cruel world. Actually, I spread it into this cruel world to make it a beautiful world. Well, it's... Just amazing and how that you know, segment debuted an hour and a half after mine. You did it one time, and then you just well, started just taking pictures and just literally using quotes from other TV shows we've covered. It's kind of not that hard to do, and didn't seem like you put that much thought into it. Well, get ready for the next one that's coming out, because I had so many chicks popping in my DMs, being like, hey, can you do those love enchantments? Those were awesome. Ben is not a chick. Well, he acts like it sometimes. Mojito then pulls out some more humans and says he keeps a stockpile of them on him and normal people eventually yeah. die. My boy Mahito stays strapped with these stays Badass. strapped to these uh contortionized humans. He says normal people eventually die while he changes their shape, but what about jujitsu sorcerers? So I've got a little theory here. We're gonna see an absolutely terrifying not death, but excruciating, slow, painful death that Mahito is going to give to a sorcerer in the future. I don't know when it's going to happen, but he will experiment on them, and they're going to stay alive while they turn into one of those things, Ugh. and it's going to be, someone's going to have to kill them. Ugh. It's going to be bad. Okay. Scary prediction, but I like it. Nanmi looks at his watch like a fucking badass bitch that he is and says, it's 5.30 p.m. I started work at 10 a.m., so I'm getting off at 6 no matter what it takes. What, Nanami just doesn't take a lunch? Just a straight eight-hour shift? Yeah, what? no Come lunch. On. That is violating all kind of HR laws. Yeah, it's definitely an ex-salary man. If he was a, just a straight-up salary man, he'd be taking a lunch. Yeah. We then go to Yoshino, who stumbles upon his ugly teacher sitting at his doorsteps. God, this guy. This guy. This guy is one of the grossest, just human people I've seen in all of anime. He looks like he's been time. touched by Mahito already. Honestly, my the uh, my character, the purple glob in the sewers, is more attractive than this guy. So. This ugly teacher man says, apparently the jock guys... And this is the same teacher in the background of last episode that yep. was watching Yoshino get his ass kicked. So he knows what's going on. He says, they're dead. And you were friends with them, right? Mm. After he saw them beating oh, his ass. This, this guy. guy's an idiot. This guy. He says, you spent a lot of time with them, right? And you didn't join... Or join. You didn't come to their funerals. Come on, Junpai, young man. What's going on? I'm waiting for assistant to the manager to walk up and be like, Brother, what are you doing here? Like, these guys are totally related. <laughs> oh, yeah. Junpai then looks like he will go on a mass murder spree. The look in his face when this teacher says that to him. And says, you teachers grow up in school, then work for the school, so you never experience the real world, do you? That's how we end up with overgrown children like you. 
Ronnie. This teacher is straight up. He needs four towels to deal with the sweat that he's <laughs> got going on. And it's not even full summertime yet. That's the best part. It's like 68 degrees yeah. outside. But he I is... didn't say 69 because I'm a grown-up. Thank you. He is sanctioned now, though. So, little does Porky know, this man has been sanctioned, and he's been entered by Mojito. And then Porky says, why are you mumbling? Did you lose your mind from self-isolation? I mean, this guy's such a jackass. He's the worst. Except for assistant to the manager, who will always be the worst. Junpai then looks like he's about to murder him when Itadori comes flying in to catch the shitty curse. And he then realizes Junpai could see the curse the entire time. And by the way, remember when assistant to the manager gave us five different ways this could go down? Yeah. This was not one of the ways. Well, it's not, because then we get a flashback of the dumbass assistant to the manager letting go of the thing too early. Shocking. Itadori gets in a book club nerd's face and says he's got some questions to come up or to ask him. Not a book club. Well, he's still a nerd. Junpai sees his button and... You okay over there? Junpai sees his button and Porky keeps interrupting them. This guy's still talking. This teacher man is still talking. I'm not even listening at this point. Yuji pants is the man. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm paying attention to him. What a loser. Yeah. And then uh, everyone wears boxer briefs nowadays, right? I like the question. Uh, bo- oh, what? Oh, it depends on what type of undies I'm feeling. I sometimes I go commando, sometimes I go slider shorts, and sometimes I go boxers. Well, slider shorts are essentially boxer briefs, right? But they're more slidey. Like they're like the it's like dry fit boxer yeah. briefs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I pretty much exclusively do what you call slider shorts and what I call dry fit boxer briefs. Okay, you do slider shorts? Yeah, but I don't call them slider shorts. Bo- what about boxer briefs that are like cloth? No. Those ride up, don't they? Yeah. Those I don't terrible. wear any, there is no cloth. Do you ever wear cloth underwear? Sometimes boxers. Right right now, commando. When, what do you wear that you'll wear boxers for? Uh, If I'm just lounging. Because I also feel like boxers right up. Oh, if I'm, if being, I'm just lounging, I'm there's, there's no lounging. There is no underwear on. The boys yeah. are running free. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have any on right now. And we're in, doing a podcast, so. Yeah. All right. This the, guy's boxes were lame. They're lame. Itadori runs off with him, and then this doucher chases after him. And he makes a full circle to see Junpai again. And... Junpai says, you could have just dragged me away instead of having to pants that man. Which, like, why are you saying that, Yoshino? Did you not enjoy that as much as I did? And then Isidori's like, he was loitering, and he's ugly anyways. I was like, oh, that was badass. <laughs> Hate loiterers. We then go back to Nanami and Mahito, and Mahito is conforming his body to make, like, snake arms and conforming the humans that he has yeah. to and it's just one of the craziest fights i've seen some next level cursed energy going on over here we then realize it's a bad matchup for nanami and he stands on top of one of the cursed souls that it's just silly putty at this point it's you're, basically you're silly, silly putty? putty with eye holes and an eye mouth Ugh. this and it starts crying it starts leaking out of the eye holes yep mojito says sorry they don't die right away um i've been practicing 
Oh, God. And he says, sometimes their souls sweat, but don't worry. Nanami then wipes off the tear of the face cursed soul thing. How awful would it be to be trapped in silly putty? Like a man. Oh, God. It's just that would be the worst hell ever. He says it's his policy not to bring personal feelings into work. And then Mojito just starts laughing uh, like a maniac and says, you suck at lying. Your soul is trembling. Which I, this is why I love Nanami because we know he he is scared. And this is probably, this kind of stuff is going to put some shit into your mind that he's doing this to people. That's why I like Mojito. I love anytime someone can tell if another's soul is trembling. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, Nanami, he's a good faker. You gotta, you know, you mm-hmm. gotta be tough, courageous. That's what yeah. he is. Not only is he an ex-salary man, he's a man of theater. He's very good. You know, he was in all kinds of uh, off-Broadway productions. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it to the big leagues, but he says you'll make a great test subject, grade as a grade one. And he then turns his leg into horse legs zooms up to Nanami and touches him straight in the stomach. He then says he can alter the shape of his own soul, too. So he altered his legs into the horse legs or whatever. Mahito is part centaur confirmed. Centaur, yes. Hell yeah. It looks badass, too. It looks so cool. Homeboy, it just like, oh, this is one of those situations where if I had horse legs, it would be better. Just going to swap these out real quick. He looked cool as fuck. And the little like pose he did within Oh man, this guy is. This guy rips. That's character. He goes, You subconsciously protected your own soul with cursed energy. If you hadn't, I would have had you in my grasp by now. But a few more touches and I've got you. So this guy's pretty Nanami's fucked if he keeps it up. Oh, I'm not so sure. Nanami goes to run away. And Mojito says, you did a good job, grade one, but I know you're at your limit. So he chases him down, gets him all the way down to like the little Ninja Turtle base. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. With the sewer. The very, like, well, not just the sewer, but the actual. The location. The location. There's the pipes. There's the railing. Right. It's like way deep in there. Mm -hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Nanami says, unfortunately... As he starts to take off his tie with some cursed energy. Oh, when the going into overtime. When the tie comes off, not or Nanami's not. Nanami is not playing around. God, we gotta end this so quick. Yeah, he's not playing around. He's not playing around. He's going into overtime, and then we go straight into Lost in Paradise. And that is the end of the episode. And I did not do the uh, scrolls. I was hoping you had that. Juju scroll, of course I did. Chad's literally the worst person to ever do a podcast with. They, uh, It's like Gojo and uh, uh, Sushi Roll Boy or Rice Ball Boy dressing in Nobara's clothes. Nobara's. Her Nobara. <laughs> I didn't see a bra, but they had her skirts. They had her top. Panda was wearing one of it, so you missed it. Panda! Don't, hey, don't be fake because you're missing panda scenes. You asked for more panda, and you didn't get panda scenes. But this episode might be a little bit shorter. We got Brock coming to see us one last time. This is where it's hard to... 
live the lives of professional podcasters and yeah. maintain work, just great friendships. Work full-time, so. overtime, then have a social life while doing the podcast. That's what happens when you're a uh, couple of salarymen. Yep. We're not ex-salarymen. We are currently salarymen that love watching films. We will talk with you next episode. You know, you know the spiel. Follow us. Join the Discord. Email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chaz. Peace. Peace.